Did you know you could shop around for prescription prices? With GoodRx, you can find free coupons at over 70,000 pharmacies and save up to 80%. It's that easy. But don't just take my word for it. Dr. Adam says, I've been telling all my patients about GoodRx. Jacqueline says, my medication was $65 without insurance, but I paid $25. Aubriana says, you don't have to pay full price to live your best life. Couldn't have said it better myself. GoodRx is 100% free. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. Boom! DDT! What is that? That's an E minor chord. Okay. Well, this this episode's going to have a real special intro because I just played the uh, Firefly Funhouse jingle at the top. Ooh. Getting real we'll tricky. We'll mix. We'll, we'll, we'll mix and match that. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, what'd you say that was? E minor. Okay. Uh, you got you got to play it uh, upstroke. You know what an upstroke is? I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say... Yeah, I'm no professional, but I'm going to say that's when you uh, <laughs> when you strum from the highest string to the lowest instead of yeah. vice versa. Yeah, yeah, strum towards you. Okay. Strum towards your face. I think if I picked up a guitar, I might be able to remember that one. Oh, <laughs> yeah. If you if you have had any guitar lessons by a rocker, that's the first chord you're learning. So we're talking like a, if I'm thinking of it right, we got a... Pointer, middle finger, and ring finger combo. There's only, two, there's only two fingers. Oh, then it's just ring and middle. It, it could be whatever, but yeah, that, that's that's what I'll do. That's how you play it? Yeah. With the A string and the D string? That's correct. Look, look at you. Look at me go. Old dog's got a couple tricks left in him. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Eric used to play. Eric used to slap the bass. I slap at a bass. Used to play little drums. You ever get the chance to get on the set anymore, Jeff? Because that's a lot of fun. So when I was in school, I I did like my last semester before my second to last semester before student teaching. So like a year ago, uh, my percussion teacher started teaching me. Some kit. I like to call it kit. Teaching you some kit, some skins. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it's a whole new world just coming from the straight like percussion like mallets and shit you play in band. And yeah. I, I got I got pretty good at it, but you gotta you gotta stay steady. And uh I, I, I kept like going down on the weekends to play the, the set down there. It's just a makeshift set, you know, that I had in the practice room, but it worked. But you played but, uh, the kit. You played the kit before, Jeff. Come on. Oh, but I wasn't good back in the day. I never like actually practiced on shit. Like I got, I got pretty good when I was doing these lessons. So I, I could hold it down. You ever go over to Jay's and play his kit? Well, he doesn't have it set up or anything. What? Oh, what? 
Denver. You can't just rock out. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's he takes his kit to a space if if he's got a he's got a gig and they practice. So after time, it's just loaded up in his truck. So that's how it works in big cities. You can't just play. I mean, maybe you can, but I doubt it. Like, I don't have an amp here for my keyboard. I just well, have headphones. Does he live in an apartment too? Uh, it's a house, but it's it's divided up into four apartments. So yeah. Huh. I'll be Not damned. Like an apartment building per se, you know. I never even thought of that. Oh, I, yeah, especially. I, I mean, drums especially. That, that's that's a big no no. But I mean, like next door, I got a guy who plays clarinet all the time. Practices clarinet. And he's a damn good clarinetist. So I've never complained. Then do you ever invite him over? No. That's crazy. You got to get him over there, jam with him. Do, do a little jamming. A little Kenny G. Hell yeah, yeah. That's Kenny T's a soprano sax. Eric. He played the. He can play the clarinet. Jeff, get out of here. Oh, soprano sax, completely different instrument. I know, but you don't think he can play the clarinet? You might be able to tune around on it. Oh please! I bet if he started. I bet if he flicked up the clarinet, he'd be melting panties left and right. <laughs> Any clarinet can tell you. You got to finger those holes. Oh. You gotta keep a mean finger on those holes. It ain't like no sacks where you're just pressing buttons. Oh no. You know Kenny's got you know Kenny's fingers are magical. Uh, he does have magical fingers. Yeah. Oh, so what have you been up to today, Jeff? Today the cable guy came. <laughs> <laughs> have a little trouble with the old cable? No, so I uh, got a renewed uh, service and uh, wasn't too happy with the renewed service I just uh, got it because like my bill went through the roof all of a sudden like one month I'm like no no that's not happening so how much did it go like how, what are we talking here before I got the new service they were trying to charge me for TV and internet 219 for this month Oh wow! Yeah, so I said no, no. So I went. I went to the store, which is is a is a first mistake I've I've learned. What do you mean you went to? There's like a you went to the cable headquarters. The cable store. <laughs> you <laughs> buy some cable at the cable store. You didn't just make a call. No, because I I, I didn't know which way would be better. In the past, I've just gone to the cable store, and the guy's like, oh, "Bro, I got you." Huh. See, yeah, this is crazy, man. The cable store. I don't so even I know. I don't I know about the cable that store. It turns out my last deal is just a one-year deal. Well, one-year uh, earn, earn your earn your keep contract. Uh, they they tried bundling me with the phone that I never got. So I had a landline that I was paying for that I never got. And then now, the, I'm like, yeah, don't use the landline. I just want TV and internet. He's like, all right, well, this is the best deal for you. And he's like, you get this TV, internet, and this, this uh, home security shit. I'm like, I don't want the home security. 
it's like, well, yeah, it's just part of the deal. You don't have to. You don't have to get it. They they'll come in and install it. And you just that's it. You don't have to activate it or anything. I'm like, all right, whatever. So the cable guy comes today. The cable guy's a lot more chill uh, than the than the reps. He's he's not a corporate man at all. Like he's a hired lackey, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know the type. And uh, we we get the jaw jacking. He's here for about an hour. I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I, I'm not planning on using the home security shit. He's like, yeah, I, I wouldn't either. Fuck that, blah, blah. And as he's leaving, he's like, are there any more questions? I'm like, uh, so do I get the DVR? They're talking about DVR and shit. Do I get that? He's like, uh, let me see. And he started like making calls because he didn't see it. And he, he just like laid it out for him. He's like, yeah, the customer here just wants TV, internet, uh, none of the home shit. And he lowered my bill quite a bit more than what they were offering and got it down to a one-year deal instead of a two-year deal. So I'm a little more comfortable with that. Nice. So how much is it now? Uh, it's one ten for cable and internet. That's not bad. That's not bad. I mean, it's not great, but it's not bad. And you got the DVR? Yeah. Yeah, that's new. For uh, saving your, like, sports games? Can you do that? Like, it's that thing we used to use all the time? Yeah, I think so, yeah. DVR seems like, like, does anybody do that anymore? I haven't heard of that in forever. People DVR, I'm sure. Like, have you got your favorite shows? Yeah, I'm a DVR highly questionable in the jump. Just my sports shows, but they're during like the middle of the afternoon, so I never get to watch them live. I always gotta like rely on YouTube. And then you can do our old life, our old life hack, where you uh, is that what we used to do? And we'd just pause it and wait like a half an hour, and then we'd hit play, and then you could fast forward through the commercials. Well, we used to do that, but on, like, SD, you could, like, pause it for, like, two hours. On HD, you can only pause it for, like, 20 minutes for some reason. So you catch up quick. Yeah. So you can, yeah, I, I still pause and shit. Okay. Huh. I haven't thought about DVR in forever, man. I, I know, I know my parents still use it like a son of a bitch. For the uh, they keep, that, they keep that thing healthy. They got uh, multiple recordings. Chicago Fire and NCIS. <laughs> really, anything that the heart desires. Yeah. So, have you been watching a lot of NBA playoffs? Here and there, that in the NHL playoffs. NHL's a lot better, huh? Generally. So far, for sure. Well, yeah, the first round's been been a little lackluster, but good news, we don't have to see the Pistons anymore. Oh, yes. Good news, cigarette juice. No, the second round's gotta be good, man. Yeah, that's what Stan Van Gundy says. SVG? Yep. I agree with SVG. So, Jeff, this week in wrestling wasn't the greatest. Can we agree on that? I can agree. 
I could agree for sure. I, th- <laughs> I thought uh, I thought Raw. Whew, Raw. I didn't like Raw too much at all, I, Jeff. I didn't like the start of Raw, and I'll tell you why. Well, why don't you tell us about the start of Raw? Let's get into a little wrestling here. Okay. So at the start of Raw, Cole comes out with an entire fucking format. Just starts spewing shit before anyone has a chance to talk. <laughs> it's just like, whoa, Cole, call the fu- I just, I just sat down. And Cole's talking about, we're going to have two triple threats tonight. Blah, blah, blah. Here's the first triple threat. Here's the second triple threat. The winner of these triple threats will be later tonight. And the winner of that will face Seth Rollins. Like, good God. Yeah. And then, then, then Triple H comes out, cuts like the promo as if no one on TV knows what's going to happen. Yeah. And then we get the fucking Kaga line of all six of those goddamn people to let them know, to let us all know that, hey. What do they want, Jeff? And what do they want? Are they gunning for that title? They're coming for that title. Oh, man. Who'd have thunk it? Boom DDT is on Raw, and it's coming for that title. Yeah, I agree. This This is the wrestling for dummies that we spoke of. There's no, after WrestleMania, there was two weeks of nonsense. Just a little fake shake-up preview and then a little shake-up. And we went nowhere with the titles. So then what do we do? Oh, well, here's going to be a triple threat match. And the winner of this triple threat match is going to face the winner of the second triple threat match. And then those two are going to get together. And they're going to get together and they're going to face Seth Rollins at Money in the Bank. So no stories. What happened to wrestling and stories? What happened to stories? I don't know. It's not here, that's for damn sure. No, so we get the classic, you know, no build, no stories, just like it's a, it's like it's a real sport, Jeff. Yeah. Which, wrestling's not, so, and we don't want it to be. No, it's not WWS. Yeah, like this is, it doesn't matter that it's not, that you doesn't have to have a competition format. Like you can be a little, you can give someone a little fucking little, little push. Yeah, it's just, ooh, this 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 beginning, man, and and Triple and, H was just pandering to the crowd, like, what are you doing? He's giving out. Oh like, yeah, well, at first Rollins was out there. If we want to, if we want to go chronological order. Oh shit! I'm on SmackDown. I'm on my SmackDown notes. We want to go chronological order. Triple H calls out Rollins just as a beady old time to pan to the fucking Des Moines crowd. Yeah. His his his, his adopted son, Seth Rollins. He's like, but you know that you're a fighting champion. Blah blah blah. (laughs) We got we got to do something. And so then, here's a fucking conga line of people that Cole just announced are already in a match. So um, why are they having a conga line? The conga line, I seriously, I oh, it drove me nuts. It's all it was yeah. all it was all worthless, man. Everybody came out with a mic and they all should have just farted into it. Seriously, they should have just. I think that would have been so much better. 
They should just put the mic up to their ass and fart it into it. To see Joe doing that? Yeah. Because it, it was totally worthless. It really, like, I didn't write any notes. I stopped at Triple H and Rollins cut a meaty promo. And Mysterio talking? Nah, bruh. No, no. Nah. Ray, Ray. Yeah, I don't want don't you. Do that to yourself. Nah. You know better. No talking. Uh, so that, yeah, that this one started me off hot. I was already fired up. Yeah, same here. And I'm right there with you. I never really came down. <laughs> because we got, oh man, for, they hit us off with the two triple threats right off the top. Yep. What was the first one? It was Joe and, uh... AJ and Ray Ray. AJ wins. I thought this one was funny because uh, weren't all three of these guys just on SmackDown? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, great, great shakeup. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> really giving us some fresh matches here, aren't you? So uh, AJ won that one. Uh, did like a little Styles Clash to Ray on top of Joe. Pins Joe. And then we oh, get. That's pretty neat. And then we get Corbin, Drew, Miz. And I, I don't... Corbin wins, but in a schmoz, right? Uh... He, like, steal Like, Drew does his finisher or something, and Corbin steals it. Oh, yeah. Something like that. And, and, yeah, I mean... Well, you can't call it... A, I mean, you can call it a steal, but... I think, uh, Byron... Byron or Cole... Uh, it's gotta be Cole, because Byron's on SmackDown. Cole called him a thief. I'm like, Cole, it's a fucking triple threat here. Yeah. You can pin whatever. <laughs> Them's the rules, Cole. Yeah. You don't like it, kick rocks. Uh, after that, we had the, another Sami Zayn in-ring. Oh, so I should say, so we're going to get AJ versus uh, Corbin later on. To yep. determine who faces Seth at Money in the Bank. So then we get the Sami Zayn promo, which is another, which is one of two highlights for me of the night. Oh yeah. So the best, right the best story in WWE right now is Sami Zayn versus the crowd. Yeah, he's taking on all covers. <laughs> yeah, he shows us pictures of his time off, <laughs> hanging out in in hammocks and enjoying the nature. Nice landscapes, the hillsides, Norway, the mountains. Midland. Yeah, Norway. I don't know what he said. He said I he thought was hilarious to see him on vacation. <laughs> yeah, he said he was in, like he showed a picture of him in a hammock with a blanket, and he's like, "Look at me, rolled up, rolled up like a little sausage roll." <laughs> <laughs> and then he, and then at the end of his promo, he just tells the crowd to go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, I'm telling you, it's one of the best things going. Sami Zayn versus the crowd. Yep. You can't, you can't yeah, don't even put a face on it yet. Let him, let him keep going against the crowd. It's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, we don't, yeah, we don't need an enemy yet. Besides the crowd. And the crowd's gonna, I mean, it's, I think they're gonna start getting polarizing because people are gonna start to dig it like us. Oh, yeah. What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. 
You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, with today's low rates, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. With a cash out refinance from Rocket Mortgage, you could consolidate and pay off high interest debt, tackle home improvements that could add value to your home, or even set aside cash for your child's future education. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this, what can give you the technology to refinance easily and save money? Rocket can. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick loans, internal data, points and fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing letter, license in all 50 states, analysis, consumer access.org, number 3030. I think like, yeah, if you're an old school fan... You're going to boo him because that's what you're supposed to do. You know what I mean? Like, if I was there, I'd boo him. I wouldn't. That's where where you and I would differ. (laughs) It's too good for you? (laughs) Yeah, it's too funny. I'd be applauding. I I boo him in respect. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd boo him for a job well done. He wants the boos, I'll give them to him. He deserves them. So after this, um, we see uh, Cesaro in singles action. Oh, well, I did, why don't you tell me about this, Jeff? Because I did not see this. Cedric Alexander versus Cesaro. Oh, okay. Cesaro wins with an uppercut. Nothing too special, but Cesaro's back in singles action. Did you catch the match after that? Uh, the next match I have is the newly named Viking Raiders. Yeah. Versus Lucha House Party. So Vince listened. We demanded a name change. Uh, they go with the Viking Raiders, which is better. Not great, but better. I, co- I, co- I coined them the Lion Chiefs. <laughs> the Lion Chiefs? Yeah. <laughs> Now we're just combining football teams. Yeah, the Viking Raiders. Which is like, isn't that like a, isn't that a, a double negative? Or how, I don't know what the word for it is, but Vikings are already Raiders, right? I mean, stereotypically. So, you can be a Viking descent and be a non-Raider, I, I suppose. So the Viking Raiders but, make, but, make sense to you? It's a little redundant. And it's, it's it's too wordy still, but it's it's. But let's give them a round of applause for cutting down from the experience. The experience is over. Bye bye. The experience is is over and good riddance. Yeah, it is is a good experience. And uh, Cole Cole alludes to the name change. Uh, didn't flat out say it, but said something smart. And then oh really? Yeah, and then later on. Uh, Oh, well, actually, one of their moves they named the Viking Experience. <laughs> so, so it's not gone forever. And then Corey tells us we better remember the name. <laughs> better remember the name Viking Raiders? Yeah, it's like, well, we'll see, Corey, because it could be different yeah. next week. Yeah. And uh, I actually heard I heard chatter on the old internet that they're they're considering another name change. Uh, but that could be total bullshit, but that would be hilarious. 
I would love if they just went back to War Raiders next week. Yeah, just like, ah, fuck it. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. War Raiders. War Raiders it is. I would totally pop if they went back to War Raiders. Oh, so with the NXT crowd, because they could champ war. 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 Uh, did the match ever start, or was it just a total squash? Um, Lucha House, Lucha House Party. Yeah, Lucha Out Party. Yep. Time to wrap it up. Mommy and Daddy are home. So then we get uh, Becky two belts. Oh, and one of the worst matches that she's been in in a long time. I can't blame that on her. No, I never said that. But you would agree but that, that, that it, was a t- it wasn't a good match. No. <laughs> no. She gave, she gave a a pretty suggestive promo on uh, Lacey Evans being a uh, implying that she's been a filthy whore. Yeah, she did. That was pretty edgy. A lot of uh, insinuating that she made her trip made a trip into the management's office <laughs> and did a yeah. couple of dirty deeds to get where she's supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because her and Lacey talk shit before the match, right? Okay, so that, that feud's still going. Uh, then we get Alicia Fox comes out, so we get Becky versus Alicia. In a, just a terrible match. It was way too long. Oh my god, Alicia Fox, like, she always looks like she's drunk or something. She's weird. <laughs> she is, dude. She, like, th- it never looks like she knows what is happening, you know? Yeah, she, she looks just confused. It just looks like if I tried to wrestle. It's like a female version of Shane McMahon. Yeah. It just and it's weird because she's really experienced, like she's been there forever. Yeah. Like it just it looks like it was like somebody told me to go wrestle, and I'm sure I would be way worse than her. But you know what I mean? Like it's like somebody who doesn't know what they're doing. Oh yeah. Like it's always like like she doesn't know like oh what oh you throwing me here. Oh, are we doing this? It's just stumbling around. It was bad. Yeah, Becky should have just put her in, a, put her in an arm bar. Like, uh, Fox had the advantage for a while. That That's why I was real pissed off. I was living that kayfabe lifestyle. I'm like, you fucking serious right now? Yeah, she threw her into the barricade real hard. Yeah. That was a good spot. I mean, it wasn't all terrible. She just, I don't know, maybe she just wrestles weird. You know? Yeah, maybe I'm being a maybe I'm being a jackass, but I don't know. Alicia Fox is strange to me, but I like her character a lot. Yeah, like when she came out during I don't know if you remember when she came out in the Rumble, but that was hilarious. Did she come out in the Rumble? Yeah, she was in the Rumble, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I thought Becky took her spot, but that was Lana. Oh yeah, it was Lana. Uh, and then another hilarious part of this was uh, so. Becky puts Alicia in the in the armbar and Alicia taps and immediately Lacey hits her with the woman's right. Uh, but it didn't connect very well at all and Becky like no sold it kinda. Like that was super awkward. Did you catch that? Yeah, Becky like well Becky couldn't like go with the way of the punch or she like tear Alicia's arm back. Yeah, that so, was yeah, yeah. I noticed that too. That was probably why. And it was still, yeah, it was still mid-submission. 
you know, she hadn't released Alicia's arm. Yeah, and, it was weird. Yeah, if she would have fallen with the punch to sell it, it would have, like, just been weird, like, rolling over Alicia, so she had to flop the other way, and that was weird, but, uh... Someone needs to tell Lacey Evans that Becky's not actually a man, she's the man. Yeah, she makes because a lot of man jokes. In her promo, she's like, I'm here to teach how a man should treat a proper lady. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up! That was a good impression, though. That was really good. That sounded just like her. It'll be interesting to see, like, because we still haven't... I, I saw her live in Peoria, and, like, you know, she it was a tag match, of course. She didn't get a ton of time. And then when we saw her last... Or, yeah, last week, right? She only got, like, two moves in. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how she really is in the ring. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it hasn't been terrible so far, would you say? Uh, no, I just, I, I just get... I'm a Becky Mark, and I get a lot of heat from her character because she just came out and catwalked us for fucking eight weeks straight. Yeah. But that was probably the point, so I guess that worked. Yep. <laughs> Fooled me. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was a another bad spot. And then we had the Bray Wyatt Firefly Funhouse segment, which I loved. What do you think? Oh, this is completely redeemed raw. This, yeah, this, what do you think, Jeff? We, this is a big, this is the best thing in wrestling for me right now. It's got, it's got a real Tim and Eric feel. It's amazing. Okay, I tracked down the guy who put it together. I hit him up on the Instagram. I told him I loved it. <laughs> uh, it's, it's everything I've, uh, like, okay, let's start with this. Can you imagine if Bray Wyatt came back and was the same old Bray Wyatt? I mean, I could because it's WWE, but, and that's the way it's been since we started watching again. Yeah, that makes you want to throw up. I know, yeah. I know it does me. Yeah. So, anything different is what we needed for sure. Yep. And this character is like along the same lines of his old character. He still seems to be like a cult leader. But this time, it's like the kids. I don't know how cultish it is. Well, we gotta wait and see. I think it's just... I think it's more creepy, but... Like, maybe not cult, but you know what I mean? He's... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's that's just, that's what I saw out of it. The set on this thing is amazing. If you take a good look, if you watch that back and take a good look, there's some gems in that background. There, there's a, uh, a council TV on the floor. Do, do, do you remember those? Yeah. The tube TVs with the fake wood frame around it. You know, it's all like particle board cheap shit. And it's... Oh yeah, you know I had one. Everybody had one, man. If you... if In the 90s, early 2000s, if you were... If you were down on your luck and you needed a TV, you went to the Goodwill and you picked up one of these bad boys. Yep. And you said... And you set her right on the floor. Yep. Can you, like, what a polar difference from what we're doing nowadays. We used to put that bitch right on the floor. <laughs> Seriously, now we're hanging flat TVs on walls. <laughs> as high as we can get them. We went to the floor, to the ceiling. 
And like looking back, like how did you ever recline in your chair and watch that thing? Hey, you'd be looking past your feet. Oh, you'd have to. Yeah, you got to put a bunch of pillows behind your neck. Yeah, I mean, people did recline us. Maybe not. As far back. Maybe not. But it went from the floor to about eye level, and now we put them up at the ceiling. Uh, you know what else it had, Jeff? Was an Afghan. Is there an Afghan involved? There's an Afghan involved and a quilt. The Afghan is like, and I'm talking about the OG Afghan. I'm talking about the brown and orange colored ones. The one that Roseanne Barr hung over the back of her couch. <laughs> when John Goodman came home for a beer and a and some little R&R. After doing drywall at the McDonald's. Totally. It's just everything about this thing I love. And did you notice uh, when they introduced the witch, uh, Peppy? Was it Peppy the witch? I couldn't remember. I asked my buddy at the bar last night. He couldn't remember either. We we both we, we remember the the buzzard, Mercy the buzzard. Yeah, Mercy the Mercy the buzzard. He sounds like he's a smoker. He sounds like the guy, uh, he like, he's like a, he sounds like a bookie. Like a bookie? Yeah, like the guy that, you know, that used to take bets. Oh yeah, for sure. Might see the buzzard. And, uh, yeah, did you notice when they introduced Peppy, I think it's Peppy the Witch, that there's like a boner sound clip? Oh, the slide whistle? There's a slide whistle and then a... A board. Like, it insinuates that Peppy is bringing the lumber. (laughs) Did you hear this? I didn't catch catch the plank, but I caught the slide whistle. Hold on, I got it queued up for you. Let's take a listen. Hi, I'm Peppy, the witch. You are going... Did you catch that? (laughs) So it's a boink. Let's hear it again. It's a whistle and a boink. It's very sexual. Let's hear okay. Mercy too while we're at it. Hold on. Yeah, I'm Mercy, the buzzer. <laughs> I'm Heavy, the witch. You are going to... <laughs> Did that not have a little sexual uh, innuendo there? I, th- I think it's all supposed to be comical because it's a woman. It like was, a kid's show. Yeah. It's just it's just amazing, Jeff. I'm so glad this is happening. My, my favorite part was when he took a chainsaw to the old... Like, he, he made fun of the old Bray Wyatt. And they had a cardboard cutout. Yeah, of his old goofy ass. And he just cut his whole body in half with a chainsaw. That, that was my favorite part when he assured us he will never be that type of person again. I'm like, thank God, Bray. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like they, it's like they took my thoughts and they totally took it and agreed and just yeah. like no, we don't want to see old Bray Wyatt again, no more. And I love how right before he did that, he like took a cue from his brain, like he put his hand over his ear, like he was CIA, like taking a cue, and he's like oh, and then he just cuts it in half. Yeah, it's just so. The segment of the week, the best thing in wrestling going. Let's give it up to the Firefly Funhouse and the new Bray Wyatt. 
Excellent. Now, also, uh, buddy at the bar pointed out that if you look at the imaging, there's another character we are yet to beat, the Buddy Rabbit. Yes. I look forward to that. There is a third character. And, like, where do you think it goes from here? They'll probably do this for a while. Uh, I'm not sure how they're going to transition. Unless he just shows up in a sweater. Like, transition to in-ring? Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't know what he's been doing. Because, remember, uh, he wrestled at a house show I went to in Bloomington, I think. Yeah, Bloomington. As the old break? Yep, and then he wrestled at that network house show they do, Starcade. Oh, yeah. So I thought for sure he was coming back, and then he disappeared again. So. I mean, WrestleMania season. Yeah. So, but yeah. I, I dig it. Bray, Bray's got some good shit going. Keep it, keep it up. Oh, yeah. I, I Like I said, I used to be a Bray hater. Just basically because of that old gimmick that I was sick of. But definitely digging this. So that that and the uh, Sami Zayn was the only thing I really liked from Raw. Yeah, those are some lively, lively characters. This is, this is a season to liven up. If you're not liven up, you're fucking boring people. Our ratings are down. I'm sure Raw's ratings are down. <laughs> Because if our ratings are down, then Ross <laughs> gotta be, you know. Well, Jeff, when the source content isn't good, <laughs> it's hard for it's hard for us to give it a hundred percent. Yeah. Ratings have plummeted. If it keeps going this way, we're gonna be out of business. <laughs> so Lord help us. Uh, this after the after the funhouse. Firefly Funhouse, we got your main event. Corbin versus AJ. Winner faces Seth and Money in the Bank. And didn't think too much of this one either. How about you? I could see it going either way. And it all depended on how they wanted to build Money in the Bank. You know, they, they at this point they were just set. The only other thing for it was Becky versus Lacey Evans, which seemed like pushover. So I thought this was a pushover, but then I was thinking, wait, money, in the, they're trying to push the money in the bank as the big four, big five pay-per-view. Yeah, yep. So you can you see it either way. You can see Corbin as a pushover opponent. You can see AJ as a big build opponent, and they went with the big build. Yep. I, was, I honestly was thinking it was going to be Corbin. Just to, just because AJ, you know, AJ, everybody knows what he's about. So I thought this could be a good way to Corbin to get some more uh, some more heat. Steal one against AJ and then face Seth the money in the bank. But they went the other way. AJ wins via phenomenal forearm. It was, yeah. it was a whatever match for me. Yeah. yeah, neither main event was good. Oh, SmackDown's main event, you mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's Raw, Jeff. That's Raw. Little... Two stars, one for Sammy and one for the Fireflies. Yep, I agree. It's been dis- Raw's been dismal since WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. Wrestling's been dismal since WrestleMania. 
they they really didn't have like you gotta you gotta deliver that re- week after WrestleMania. Now that you set the bar for it to be the most exciting. Nerds. Nerd Wallet presents Money Questions Credit Card Round. Ready, Steve? No time to answer. How can you compare and apply for the best travel credit cards? Turn to the nerds. Where can you find the best card for your credit score? Turn to the nerds for a triple point bonus. Is it better to earn rewards in points or miles? Uh, I'm kidding. Turn to the nerds. Winner, winner. Fiscally responsible dinner. Game's over, Steve. From the lowest rates to the best rewards. For all your credit card questions, turn to the nerds at nerdwallet.com. Week. You know, for Raw. Yeah, they had and no... They, they didn't, and since then it's just been shit. No plan. No plan. I mean, they could have waited... Like, this should have been the time that we saw Alistair and everybody. Why not? Like all all you did with them is have them in a tag team. Like whoop de do. Yep. Well, actually, did Ricochet? What do you I'm mean? not on Raw now. What do you mean? I thought I saw Ricochet in singles action. I don't think so. Unless unless he was on, I missed it on the Hulu cut. I don't even know where Ricochet is. Is he SmackDown or Raw? Sure. I have no idea. That's why I we just. I don't. We I just, don't see him on my notes, but I could have sworn I saw him this week on Raw. We just need a. We just need a draft, man. This is so dumb, and they they like keep stretching it out. Like even in the SmackDown, remember? Did you catch that? Phil, oh, they mentioned that, and I, I just got even more confused. Like the superstar shakeup has been extended this week. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, they announced Jinder Mahal on SmackDown. The Superstar Jacob's still going. It's like, okay. Like, we announced some shit on social media. No one paid attention, so we're just going to keep flopping about this week. Yeah. <sighs> um, and then SmackDown starts with everyone's favorite to start SmackDown. You know you who know it is. is oh, I know who it is. Got a bunch of sugar cubes in his cheeks. Yep, and it's Jerry Seinfeld sneakers. Shane O'Mac. He comes out, and of course he's mad at Roman Reigns for punching his daddy. It's like, why? I, I hate the fact that Shane tries to stand up for Vince. Like, shouldn't you hate your dad? Yeah. It, it, like, kayfabe-wise, you should hate your dad. So I don't know why you're you always try to stand up for him. And then, yeah, I mean, you, kayfabe, you bought WCW from under his eyes. Yeah. His nose. And then you, then you disappeared <laughs> from the business for like 10 years. Under his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Traditionally under his nose. But, uh... <laughs> well, why, why, why would it be under your nose? I don't know. You it. Right under the eyes. Right at the top of your fat squirrel cheeks. Um, so, uh, yeah, he's talking shit about Roman punching Vince. He's getting all worked up. Roman comes out. They're about to square off. They drop the mics. They're doing this mano y mano. And, uh, Elias attacks Roman. Shane takes advantage, attacks Roman. Drift away by Elias. Oh, yeah. Well, we know that Shane McMahon has the worst punches in the history of professional wrestling. 
Yeah, but half the time he was just like cuddling him. Yeah. That's Shane really O'Mac. There's a drift away by Elias, and Elias and Shane have the upper hand in this one. What do you think of Elias and Shane's little uh, uh, friendship or whatever you want to call it? Shane needs to get out. Yeah, seriously. Like, you can't find anything better for Elias. The dude's money in the bank. No, no pun intended. I mean, I don't know if he's Roman worthy. Well, like, I mean, he just has. I'm. I like characters, and he's he's got a character. Yeah. That's that's what I like about Elias. I mean, Andy's huge. Oh yeah, he's jacked. Like when he yeah when he wrestles, dude, it's like holy shit. He's enormous. He's got the A E minor to A minor chord progression down. Oh yeah. He's got it all down. He can sing you a tune. He'll pull it out of the campfire. Yeah. As long as it's in minor, I haven't seen him play anything happy yet. Well, his maybe his voice doesn't suit it. No. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not hyped for that story yet. No. Because they already went and built a match for Money in the Bank, which is how far away? I don't know. It's Three, just, four weeks? It could be closer, but it's just frustrating because, like I said, the first two weeks after WrestleMania, we didn't know anything about any of the major title. You know what I mean? They didn't yeah. They didn't build anything. And then one night they were like, oh, here's the tournament to win, and blah, 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 blah. With no thought either. No. It, it's the... The two weeks after Mania were like total fly by the seat of your pants. Yeah, clearly. So, um, they must have been spent all their time on Bray Wyatt. Speaking of no plan, uh, later in this SmackDown, I just want to catch this while we have, while we have no plans. Uh, Lars Sullivan comes out and attacks a couple people with no plan. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you what the crowd thinks of it. Crickets. Yeah. Crickets, bro. It's flat. It's exactly what you don't want. There's no reaction. It's not I love him, it's not I hate him, it's I don't care about him. It, it really is. Like, you've done this route, and it hasn't worked. Look at Snitsky. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying it's Lars' fault. That, that's that's why I was wondering when I was watching this. Like, is Lars is Lars just in a shitty spot where WWE's making him just come out and attack people and not talk at all and just look like a damn fool? Well, I never watched him in NXT. Does he talk well, or what's his mic game like? Is he from NXT? He was in NXT, wasn't he? I can't remember. Yeah, I remember seeing him. Okay, but I don't know how much talking he did. But yeah, I don't. I don't, yeah, I'm not saying it's his fault. He could. I mean, I don't care. Uh, I mean, well, you know where this is headed, right? Like he's gonna get in some matches. He's gonna squash some cats. Yeah, they're they're doing. This is how they build Braun Strowman. Yeah, and the, the squash. I'm sorry, but squashes aren't fun to watch. No, they're not. 
And they don't really prove much. No. Because you, you always bring out a jobber. Yeah, like when Braun was just smashing the local talent that was like 150 pounds, it's like, okay. Yeah. I'm glad to know Braun can kick my ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, I kind of... I feel bad for Lars because... I'm sure he's doing exactly what they tell him. You know what it reminds me of is Bludgeon Brothers. Oh yeah, totally. It's the Bludgeon Brothers. It's flat. Nobody cared about them either. No. No one cared about Sanity. Yeah, like, I can't really speak on Sanity because I didn't watch him in NXT and they didn't give him any chance in WWE. So I don't know. One of those dudes went to... Alexander Wolf went to NXT UK. Oh, really? So Sandy's like completely done. Yeah, they're done. The the one dude, uh, what's the older looking guy? I mean, I'm sure he is older. Uh, Eric something. Eric Young. Yeah, he's on Raw. Alexander he's Wolf. Good. Uh, yeah, he's a veteran dude. He was in uh Impact or TNA or whatever it was when he was there. Nice. And, uh, so yeah, Wolf's at NXT, and what's the other one? Oh, Killian Dane, where's he at? Uh, good question, float. Yeah, he's, he's in no man's land, which I liked him. So I hope he comes out of no man's land. Still no ascension. Wonder what show they're on. Yeah, well, there's gonna be a million of those questions. For like weeks. That's why we just need the draft. Yeah. Yeah, there's like, gonna... is there a big board I can look at on the internet? That's a good question. I'm gonna look at Ascension right now on Wiki. While you do that, also, um, getting back into SmackDown after uh, the Shane promo and beatdown of Roman, uh, we had a Balor versus Almas rematch, non-title. What do you think about that? Oh, which match was it? Sorry. Balor and Almas. Oh, um... Rematch. This one, like... I don't know. I didn't think it was amazing. Zelina Vega spoiled the finish again, correct? Yeah. I mean, it was, uh, it was a decent match, but it wasn't... Well, uh, yeah, Finn, Finn won. But yeah. Zelina kept trying to interfere. But she, like, spoiled it for Andrade, I mean, though, correct? She, like... Uh, in a way, like, she went... She... First off, that... God damn it. Okay. So the situation was, Selena was on the top rope, uh, aiming for a crossbody on Finn. Finn ran towards that turnbuckle, and she, like, sloppily crossbodied and uh, Almas caught her even though she was about to land on her feet and then put her out of harm's way and Finn took that uh, advantage to I mean he didn't cheap shot or anything but it's a little distraction but I'm getting real pissed off at uh, like the announcers said like oh Cole, uh, they were distracted by the boys while Selena did this, and Selena wasn't even interfering or doing nothing at the time, you know? Like, yeah. uh, everything was completely legal. Like, yeah, Selena can distract you all you want. 
Yeah. Distractions are legal. Like, you have to say the ref was occupied. Yeah. It's wrestling for dummies, man. Yeah. Cole's still updating all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get another update from Cole? Uh, I thought it was an okay match, but... I, I mean, thought... that, that, seems, that seems to be looking to set that up, clearly. I mean, you don't just have two rem- two matches between two mid-card guys like that of the same stature. Yep. And I'm down for that, but I do not want Selena Vega involved. Like, I, I think she's, no offense to her, she's kind of worthless. I mean, she plays a valet thing well, well enough, but, like, nothing special. And Andrade's a perfectly capable wrestler. He could be his own heel without Selena. I think they're just worried about the English. Oh, is he, is, is that, is it a second language? I would assume. I think she's just, she's, she's the manager, but she's there to be the mouth. Okay. That's what I think. Well, she's good at that. Yeah, I mean, she, she's still not saying anything special, but she can deliver, like, your classic promos, like she did one backstage. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'll give her that, but don't don't get involved in the matches so much. You're not that good a wrestler to be getting involved, and it's, I don't know, it's kind of sloppy. Yeah, last week she did, like, a Hurricane Rana off the apron. Yeah, it's a sloppy Hurricane Rana, too. Nobody does them like Ray, man. Lita did. Yeah, I like when they really swing them. Yeah. Like, a lot of people just do it, they fall off, the other guy flips. You gotta you got, you got choke them with your fucking ankles and get your thighs into it. You gotta whip them. Yeah. We used to, remember, we used to do Hurricane Ronas in the basement. Yeah. Probably look terrible. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Pants be falling off my ass. <laughs> Shit uh, be falling out of my pockets. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Uh, what else? Oh, they had the um, the iconic. So they had Kyrie Sane with Paige and Asuka versus Peyton Royce with Billy Kay. Um, Kyrie wins with... It, this was a, basically a squash. Yeah, it was a squash. Kyrie wins via Insane Elbow, which is dope, as we talked about. Yeah. Uh, but bo- yeah. but bogus how they're doing the iconics here. Yeah. Bogus. They just keep losing. Why do they keep making these title holders lose? Drives me nuts. Like you gotta stack. You gotta stack wins, man. Make them powerful. I agree. Like um, I'm cool with Kyrie getting a win for sure, but why do we have to make it one of the title holders? I mean, yeah, they could have easily just had it been a one-on-one with Sonya or fucking Mandy. Mandy. God damn it. They're fucking weaseling their way. You can smell this tag team picture, Bruin. Yeah. Yeah, they're putting it all together, which is fine. But, like, like you have to make one. For this title to matter, you have to make a dominant team and you got to stack wins. And we haven't seen that yet at all. Like, are they just going to throw this thing around? Like, Iconics probably aren't the right people to do it with, so who's it goes to next? Uh, the Samoan ladies might might uh, come over in the shake-up that lasts for three months. <laughs> uh, Nia Jax is 
dunzo for like a while. Was she, she injured? Yeah, she had uh, two ACL surgeries. Oh, damn. Jesus. So, I don't know when she'll be back, but that's not a bad prediction. So now I think it's I think it's uh, whatever they're going to call Kyrie and Asuka. Yeah. Which isn't a bad... I, I think that'd be cool, but if you're going to give it to them, like, let's, let's, let's see them be dominant. Oh, they, they, they haven't had... Eric, wait till you see these gals in action, because they will be dominant. They better be. Because you, you... I mean, Oscar's resume speaks for itself before three months ago. Like, let's go, let's go before last WrestleMania. Yeah. And Kyrie Sane, uh, I think, won the May Young this year. Um, I think she did. Either way, like, selling you with that elbow, and she's got more character than half the women. Is was that like the, like the, the fucking sailing character? It's it's fucking crazy. Oh, I know. I've been th- I've been loving that character forever. She used to come out when she was the NXT Women's Champion. She put that belt in a uh, in a treasure coat, treasure <laughs> yeah, box, a treasure chest. A treasure chest. <laughs> yeah, the, the music, uh, the music is so fucking funny. It's so different than anything else in wrestling. Yeah, I was gonna ask you. Was that always her music? Yeah, That's it's awesome. got the cheesy. Uh, if you ever fucked around on a keyboard or in a composition software or anything like that, you know the the generic voice setting. Oh, 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 oh. it sounds all digital as fuck. Yeah, but it's 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 catchy. Like I got that song stuck in my head. It's whimsical. Let's Talk see. Down. Oh, I'm d- okay. Yeah. Yep. She won. Well, I don't know when she won it. So, so, this year, or last year. Yeah, Probably but this year. definitely a winner. But I'm not. I can't. I can't do the math on when she won it. Gotcha. And Io Shirai, did she come over? Or did I dream uh, that? I think she, she's still in NXT, I'm pretty sure. She's really good, too. Yeah. They got some really good Japanese talent coming over. That's good. Oh, yeah. I just hope the WWE Universe isn't stupid enough to keep wanting them. Oh, that's like when you feel the worst about being a wrestling fan. Yep. You like Which, it. I mean, this is why the pages involved, like you, like you said. Yep, Paige is there. Yep, that's what you get. That's what they do. Because walking out, walking out, they all look kind of awkward together this time. And like Paige was clearly directing them when uh, uh, Absolution came. Up. Which why are they still going with Absolution? I don't know. And then yeah, Absolution came out, and you could see like Paige like pointing, like go stand here. It's kind of weird. Looked awkward. Yeah, they don't they don't fit together, and it's not just because. Uh, you know, the other two are Asian. Like, the other two are real eccentric. And, uh, Paige isn't. It is weird. They, they're gonna have to do something there. And, yeah, Paige can, uh, yeah, she'll probably loosen the leash. Yeah. And, like, Asuka, I mean, they let Asuka talk. 
Yeah. Not a whole lot, but she... I, I, I don't have no idea about Kyrie. Have you ever heard her talk? No. So maybe her... Maybe she's not as far along as Asuka. I don't know. That's got to be hard, though, in the wrestling biz. Oh, for sure. Kind of promo is weird. You get the tone and inflection writing for an English-speaking person. Yeah. So coming over and learning a second language and trying to get the tone right and everything? Yeah. Uh, I think the only... Defi- the only other... Well, no, there's two more big things from SmackDown. So we had Charlotte... Uh, delivers an in-ring promo saying Becky didn't beat her at Mania and she doesn't deserve the belts. Which, this this is classic. Why is this? This is two weeks late. Yeah. Now now you care about, like, what? Where where were you two weeks ago? (laughs) Yeah. So Becky comes out uh, to plead her case. Bailey comes out. Says, fuck you, Charlotte. I deserve a shot. Uh, so Bailey and Charlotte have a match to determine who will compete at SmackDown for the, or I'm sorry, at Money in the Bank for the SmackDown Women's Title. It wasn't originally for that. Oh, it wasn't. All this just sloppy, uncoordinated shit because Becky announced it as this. Oh, I thought they did announce it, but I probably just inferred it. No, no. During the match and before the match, they were saying it's just a future title opportunity, and then when they interviewed Becky afterwards, like I'll, I'll take them both on at Money in the Bank. Um, so, besides the finish, what you think of this match? I, I liked, uh, Charlotte, I mean, I was, yeah, I was, I was heated. I was in that kayfabe lifestyle for my girl Becky. Yeah, I thought it was a good match, though. I think it was one of the best matches of the week. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, Bailey. Bailey came out, like, Be- Becky's like, I, I want this, I want to have new challenges, blah, blah, blah. Bailey kind of echoed that. She's like, yeah, this looks like a goddamn rerun. So she's like, oh, how about you and I have a match? And yeah, set up this match. I thought I thought all that, like Bailey coming out and being more assertive was good. And the like you said, the match itself is probably one of the better ones. Uh, I'd put it along the same lines as Balor and Almas without the Selena Vega. Yeah. It is, I mean, it's a hard-fought match. Like, you generally didn't know who, who was going to win. Yeah. And I was disappointed with the outcome. Oh, you're telling me, dude. Like, why? I I don't understand that at all. We don't need to see this. Like, we all know about Charlotte. Uh, She doesn't need this. Bailey needs this. Bailey just got booed out of the fucking ring last week. Yeah, and then you're gonna have her lose. Stupid. It's just a match that nobody like is like nobody wants to see Charlotte and Becky right now. No, we got our fill. You, you did this for fucking nine months. I, I recapped it over three weeks of podcasts. <laughs> I got my fill. Yeah, it's just crazy, man. Like I was literally like, "You have to be kidding me!" Like, why not be? Why not Bailey? Even though she probably wouldn't win. Oh well. Like at least she would. You know, she got to that level. Like, I mean, at the next level, like, she probably wouldn't beat Becky, but I just don't get it. Nobody needs to see Charlotte and Becky again. It's, up, it's absurd. And I, for, for a little bit there, I was worried until Becky got on the mic again. 
and assured me that she's going to walk out Becky two belts after taking both both these blonde dopes on. <laughs> oh, that is true. I forgot about that. That she's taking on the identical twins. Yeah, and if that's not redundant enough in the same pay-per-view. Yeah, a couple of... Insults, couple yeah. of larger blondes. Yeah, just McMahon's wet dreams. Seriously. Big old blondes. Unbelievable, uh, man. The other big one was, of course, the Shinsuke versus Kofi to end the show. Shinsuke with Rusev and Lana, Kofi with uh, Big O and Xavier Woods. They went back to the New Day announce table. Yeah, which was which was good. I like that. I I don't like the format of it. And well, KO didn't understand the format. And that's with KO. What, how they just kept cutting Did to it? Did you get that? No. The first time they, they sent it to uh, KO and Xavier, like, they're supposed to just be having their own commentary, and KO's like, hey, Byron, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then, like, they got no response, so he just started going back into talking to Xavier. <laughs> I but, like, clearly thought they were all supposed to be part of the conversation. And yeah, like the same old format where like they're pretending they're having their own conversation when they're really not. And also during this match you could see the other announcers just stone faced staring in their damn iPads while yeah. KO and Xavier are talking. Probably like they're probably all getting talked to by Vince. Oh yeah, they're yeah, they're just sheep. <laughs> they really are. What a pathetic position to be in. Like it, also, like I don't I'll mean that ahead. I don't mean that literally, but I mean like it's just hilarious. They, they just they're just total sheep. Like whatever Vince yells at them to say, there they go. Yeah, I mean you, you can tell Cole's the most obvious sheep. Yeah, well he's probably in Cole's here the most. Yeah, but um, I I another announcer thing is Corey's real name Chris. I don't know why did somebody slip up and call him Chris. I'm pretty sure Renee called him Chris during Raw. That I mean, I could see it, Chris. <laughs> that's and like his last name can't be Graves, can it? Like this is a total no. stage name. No, it's got to be like Chris Gaines or something like that. No, it's uh, Matthew Polinsky. <laughs> okay, then I don't know where the Chris came from. Uh, work in the independent circuit under the ring name Sterling James Keenan. That's that's weird. Yeah. Uh, so this match was okay. I like to see it was cool Nakamura back in singles action for sure. Uh, match made no sense. Like, why are they fighting? You mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, that is a good question. Just so they like can they're building this as a main event, I'm like, what's the actual main event? Is it the Becky Charlotte face-to-face, or is it Kofi versus Shinsuke? And it was non-title, non-title, right? Correct. Okay. So, this one, this one falls, this one classic fallout. Yep, Rusev just blatantly interferes. Yep, Kofi hits an SOS, match is about to be over. <laughs> Rusev interrupts. Owens and Woods jump from the announce table to come and assist. 
uh, assist Kofi, of course. And then what do you know it? Kevin Owens turns on Kofi Kingston. The last man in WWE you can trust. Turns, Hell yeah. Turns heel. Just how we like him. I, 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 my only concern is I hope he keeps the stunner. I think he will, right? I don't know. He didn't do one. Did he? No, he did the classic... When he's real vengeful, he does the uh, powerbomb on the apron. Yeah. Yeah, those are great. Yeah, those are great. So I'm not going to hate on that. But I think he will. But maybe... Yeah. That's, a good, that's a good concern, though. He might not. I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a nice title picture for Money in the Bank. Kofi and KO. Yeah, I'm fine with that. And this one at least has a story. Oh, yeah. Not just a crappy tournament. tournament style. God, that drives me nuts. It, it, it does. Just because they've overused it so much in the last couple of years. So, yeah, I'm down, I'm down with the turn. Uh, they could have built it for one more week and I would have been happy. Yeah. Yeah, I could have gone one more week for sure, but oh well. And it's funny, I didn't think of this uh, until I heard somebody else say it somewhere, and then I was like, oh, yeah, he's definitely going to turn on Kofi. Like, of course he would. He's Kevin Owens. I don't know how I got worked like that. Yeah. Kevin Owens, like, every friendship, and his friendships are always so extreme. And then he, yeah. And then he turns on him. He's a helpless romantic, Eric. Yeah, he did it to Sami Zayn, did it to uh, Chris Jericho. Are we, are we missing someone? Um, I think we are. Who are we missing? Who was his last partner? After Jericho. I guess it was Zayn again, wasn't it? Yeah, they've always said on again, off again. Yeah. Uh, they can't be on again now because they're on separate shows, but... Eventually. They, they're, they're both doing good heel work. They'll be back. There was an... Al- I saw this. There will. There was an Aleister Black promo on SmackDown, so apparently he's there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it, for, for being the Dutch Destroyer, he sounds awfully American. <laughs> like, I was expecting a little accent, but there is none there. No. Uh, I'm, I'm down with it, man. He's he's a good singles competitor. I've seen him in NXT for years. Oh, for sure. And they split up. Uh, yeah, so Ricochet's on Raw. Okay. So why oh. did I don't get huh. that? That that's that's what I saw. I think. Hang on, let me go back to my notes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So there, there's another new thing that was on Raw. I'm surprised I didn't star this, Eric. What is it? So Ricochet had a singles match with a somewhat familiar face. Who is that? The man, the man goes by Robert Roode. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw this on the internet. That looks hilarious. With Have the, you seen this mustache? Yeah, how did he grow that so quick? That's a man. I, I think he I mean, he was going beard before, so I think he just shaved off the beard. Oh, was he beard before? I thought he was clean shaven. I think he was beard. I'm not positive. Man, that thing is nice. Oh, but uh, the Corey and 
like Corey was saying, like he's gonna impregnate all of Des Moines tonight. Yeah, it's true. Don't even let your old lady watch him on the television. Seriously, my well, goodness, he, he looks like an '80s cop. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I didn't get to see this. I just saw it on the internet. So. Uh, anything else different about the character? Like, is he a good guy, bad guy? Uh, I mean, going up against Ricochet, I assume he's heelish. I think uh, I think he's a heel, right? Yeah, I, I can't remember if he had a backstage thing or not. But yeah, he ended up winning this match with a glorious DDT. Okay. See, I never watched, like, Impact TNA much. But, uh... Like besides, like I remember TNA when it when it first came out. Like watching it in Justin's basement. Do you remember that? Uh, no, not really. But anyway, like Bobby Roode was big there, and I think he was a notorious heel. I think he's a better heel for sure. Oh yeah, he, he, I, I've seen him do do it in NXT. He can play the asshole real well. So that's good. I like to hear that. I, 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 we always liked him, and they pooped on him for a while. Yep. Now, now that they're splitting up tag teams. So Gable and him are done? Yeah. Gable Gable was on SmackDown. Oh, yeah. Gable is on SmackDown. They did announce that one. And, he, uh, he, he was, was looking greasy as hell. Did you see how greasy he was? Gable? Yeah. I mean, that, that's a large Dolman thing, wasn't it? I think so. That boy was greasy. He's all lathered up, huh, for the summer? Oh, yeah. Speaking of lathered up, Finn's the tannest Irishman I've ever seen. Who, Finn? Yeah. Oh, you Is know he... Lately? Oh, yeah, you know he fake bakes. He's bronze, boy. Yeah, he's a fake baker. <laughs> All right, I think that about does it, Jeff, for this week in wrestling, does it not? Yeah, yeah, that should it be it. Fucking funhouse. Yeah, I think it's. A, I think it was better than last week's because of the funhouse. Uh, they, they replayed the funhouse, and I, 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 I wasn't for that. Well, I, I was, I was fine with that. I wish it would have been something new. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I got excited when I saw the Funhouse coming on, and I was disappointed to see it's the same ones. Uh, I'm sure next week will be new, so that's what I'm most excited. Yeah, if, if we're talking about what, what am I most excited about in professional wrestling, <laughs> it's the Funhouse. It's the Funhouse. Straight up. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, so I give, what do you give, what do you give SmackDown? Um... I mean, it's probably around the same because there's nothing new or special. KO was pretty good, but I don't know, two stars. Two stars across the board. Yeah. How about you? I give it two. Yeah, <clears throat> I'll give it the same. Really wish Bailey would have gotten to push. Yeah, actually, I'm gonna give it one star. Based on that. Yeah. Because that was, that was so infuriating. That was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. I mean, they, they noted it several times in the promo, man. Yeah. Like, nope. we decreased shit. The crowd was cheering. Like, yeah, I want new competition, too. And they're like, nope, here's Charlotte. Yeah. 
Oh, an NBA news, Eric. I know you saw this. Gotta give a shout out. The day. You know, you know, Dame. Dame Dash of Rockefeller fame. <laughs> the very same. Or do you mean Damian Lillard? I mean Lillard. Oh, okay. You caught this, right? Oh yeah, dude. The 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 forty footer. Yeah. This dude is icy. Yeah, that was the that was one of the coldest shots I've ever seen. Right, right, in who was it? Paul George's face. Yeah. From forty feet, pulls up, last second shot, drains it, ends them. Series. This was a th- this was a thirty-one to six run, man. I I I, t- I turned this game off thinking OKC had it in the bag. And then I called on Sports Center like, "Hey, there's one minute left." So I, I turned back in and I caught it just in time, man. It's great. Fifty points. Yeah. That fucking forty foot three. It was it was pretty nasty, and if you didn't see, you probably think like, "Oh, he had to run down the court and fire off." No, no, no. He no. he sauntered. He him down. Yeah, he sauntered up there like he had time to get a closer shot, but he decided he'd like to take a forty footer. And he just sauntered up there and just hit it right in his face. Right yeah, in his I, teeth. It was crazy. And I, as noted, Seth Curry, Steph's younger brother, who's on the trailblazers, just sitting by the wing in front of the OKC bench just talking shit. Oh, there's a lot of there was a lot of good shit talk stories. Yeah. Uh, somebody was with him the night before. And he was talking, they said he was eating, what was his meal? It was, sounded fucking delicious. It was fried catfish, red beans and rice, and something else. And he said, I'm putting this motherfucker away tomorrow. <laughs> talking about, <laughs> talking about uh, Russell Westbrook. Yeah. And he sure did. He sure did. So good for Dave, man. Yeah. If, if Denver holds on tonight and wins the series, then uh, he's going to be coming here to Denver. And, I, man, I'm going to want to see him live. I'll be rooting for Portland if they come to Denver. Yeah, I'm rooting for Portland the rest of the way here. Sure. You, it's hard not to after a game like that. Yeah, I mean, we, we don't have any. The Bulls blew it. Nah, Bulls. Yeah, shout out to Dame. Shout out to Dame. Thank you for that update, Jeff. I'm going to give you one more of these. And then I'm going to say, enjoy the rest of your NBA playoffs and your NHL playoffs. We'll see what happens this next coming week. Watch out for that Firefly Funhouse. Hell yeah. And Night Night. Night Night. But now I don't understand. Start calling it. Now I don't understand. Good. Okay. What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick and loans, internal data. Points and fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NLS consumer access.org number 3030.